Hey everyone, welcome back to the Raising Kind Humans podcast. I'm your host, Katie Doty, and I hope you are enjoying your fall and all the crunchy leave vibes that come along with fall. Um, we are finally slowing down. I feel like October is a whirlwind of a month. Um, I've had two kids in soccer with two practices on different days of the week and two games on Saturday, and I'm ready to get my evenings back. <laughs> it's been so fun, and they are having the best time on their teams and making friends and trying new things, and it's been a joy to watch them. Um, but I'm ready. I'm ready to settle into um, slower evenings and cooler weather and all the cozy things that come along with that. Um, I wanted to share something with you that was just sent to me that absolutely made my whole year. <laughs> um, I just got a message from a member in Teen Kind Humans. He's nine years old, and I want to read to you what he sent to me. He said, Team Kind Humans is a way for kids to understand how to be kind to others, and if they already know how, then it gives you a boost of kindness, a way to be even more kind. It gives me a chance to make a difference and help others, and it makes me feel amazing inside. I'm so glad this group exists. Kindness is important because if you are having a bad day and someone is kind, that can make a difference. If you're having a good day and someone is being kind, it will just make you feel warm inside. Is that not the sweetest <laughs> message anyone could ever get? I'm so grateful that he took the time to tell me about why he loves Team Kind Humans and that he's enjoying the activities that we're doing and that he finds value in them. And coming from a nine-year-old, that means the world. It just means the world to me. And when I asked if it was okay if I shared uh, this message, he said, yes, absolutely. And just remember, it's all true. I love this group. <laughs> I was just, I can't. I'm going to post this on my wall and just keep it where I can see it all the time and remember that all of the work going into this is worth it because um, kids are finding value in it. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that message. And um, another member reached out too and said that they are using Team Kind Humans with their Girl Scouts troop. And so they just spent time writing letters for nature uh, to send to Reserva, which Reserva is coming into the membership next week, which will be very fun on Monday. If you want to join, just email me. I'll send you the link, katie at teamkindhumans.com. Come on in, check it out. Talk to Joe. He's amazing. He was actually the very first guest on my podcast um, way back in the day last year. I think in June was when I started. And he's coming in to talk to the kids about his organization, the organization Reserva and how kids can get involved and how simply writing a letter for nature uh, is backed by $3 and Kate can save a classroom-sized piece of the cloud forest in Ecuador. So it's a really tangible way for kids to give back. Um, so if you're interested and you want to come in and you're not part of the membership, just email me. I'll send you the link. I want you there. So come on in. Um, okay, you are in for a treat for this episode because <laughs> I had the honor and the privilege of sitting down with Lindsay Brin, 
Um, she is in charge of Moms Into Fitness, which I have been doing since Alice was probably maybe one. I found her DVD at Target <laughs> and it was right after having Alice, like wanting to get back into shape and try new things. And I was drawn to her DVD because it had a picture of her with her kids hanging on her. And I thought, she gets it. She understands me. <laughs> so I gave her a try and I loved it. Um, and now she has a whole streaming service of amazing exercise workout videos for moms. And I have actually bonded with my best friend over Lindsay Brin because she and I will go back and forth about our uh, workouts for the day or giving each other a high five or encouragement or sticker charting together. Um, and we've been doing it now for since our boys were babies, which now they're seven. So a long time we've been doing Lindsay Brin. And so when I told my friend, her name's Lindsay as well, when I told her that I was going to interview Lindsay Brin, she said, I'll be there. <laughs> so today I have a co-host. I've never done a co-host before, but I think I need to add one because it was so fun. So my friend Lindsay is here to co-host with me as we talk to Lindsay Brin about her program and the amazing benefits of exercise and self-care and what that means for moms. Um, so you're in for a treat and I hope you enjoy. And there's some um, interesting stories that come out. So have fun hearing some sneak peeks or little inside peeks into my life and my fitness journey and uh, some things my husband has gifted me. <laughs> I hope you enjoy. Um, Lindsay Brin is fantastic. Mom's into fitness. You're going to want to sign up for that. So head on over to her website, momsintofitness.com. You won't regret it. She has amazing programs. You can follow along with daily workouts. You can do month-long workouts. You can do different um, groupings of workouts. She's got it all. Postpartum, um, if you have, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, diastasis, diastasis, diastasis recti, um, that abdominal split, she talks to you about that. She has a whole community with um, healthy eating and balance and all the things she's going to tell you about it. I'm kind of spoiling the things she's going to talk about because I'm so excited. Um, anyways, I'm going to stop talking now because I know you're going to love this episode. So let's get to it. Without further ado, please welcome Lindsay Brin. Lindsay Brin, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raising Kind Humans podcast. This has been a long time coming and I cannot believe it's happening, but I'm so beyond grateful that you're here. So welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so humbled to be here. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. And I have to share with you, I don't normally have a co-host, but my very dearest, bestest friend, also named Lindsay, is here and we have absolutely bonded over Moms Into Fitness. And so when I told her that you were coming on the podcast, she told me I'll be there. <laughs> Oh, she is here and I'm so grateful that she is because my journey through your world has been absolutely enhanced by her presence. So my friend, Lindsay, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here as well. Thank you. I'm very, very excited to be here. We were just chatting that we were going to try to control our fangirling over you. So we apologize <laughs> if we get a little up here because we're very excited. <laughs> 
This is going to be fun. So for the sake of two Lindsay's, both with an A-Y, Lindsay Brin, I'll call you Lindsay, and Lindsay Osmus, I'll call you Linz. So that will be a little more clear um, for those listening. Sounds good. Yeah. So let's do this. Okay. So Lindsay, let's dive in. Please tell us about yourself. How did you get here to this amazing subscription program of fitness and workouts for moms? Where did it all start? It all started watching my mom teach aerobics. I went with her wherever she went to teach. And I just loved watching her serve others. It it was fascinating to me. So um, we did workouts together. I got my degree in exercise science. And I just always knew it was something that I wanted to do. Um, and, And at the time, after I got my degree and stuff, I was overseeing seven women's health clubs. And um, I was teaching all overseeing all the fitness schedules. And what I came to find was pregnant moms and postpartum moms, like they didn't have anything to go off of. So I dove into that research and, um, and then moms into fitness kind of came about and it's, it's been such a journey, you know, I feel like it started in the dinosaur age back with DVDs (laughs) and then it's just, um, you know, it's, feedback from our moms and um, balancing things out that kind of keeps moms into fitness, um, improving and being a good source for you guys. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's true. Like having it be geared towards moms has made all the difference for me. Cause I know in my fitness journey, after having children, I tried other things. I think I tried P90X and that was like <laughs> one of those moments where I thought, man, you do not understand me. You do not understand (laughs) my needs. Like, obviously you did not just birth a child. Are you peeing a little when you do your squats? No, this isn't working for me. So when I found you, it just became so instantly relatable. I felt seen, I felt heard, I felt valued. And I'm so grateful for that. I love hearing that. just love hearing that. And you're so right. It needs to be geared towards our lives because they are, they're different. I mean, we're overseeing so many other people and so many other things that exercise should feel good and you should feel confident and encouraged by it, not stressed out and having urinary incontinence and feeling totally defeated because you can't do an hour and a half workout. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I think that was huge for me too. Just one, the time, because like, I remember when we had our babies and they would nap for, you know, 30 minutes and that's the only window that we had. And so being able to squeeze that workout in, in my bedroom, I didn't have to have special equipment and just having your positive messages in my head the whole time was just like, I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely uplifting. Now you were an NFL cheerleader. Am I correct in that? You are. Yes. I like like it was so long ago. (laughs) But as I was growing up and teaching fitness and doing fitness with my mom, I was also um, a dancer and a gymnast. So it was kind of just uh, for me, just another thing I just wanted to try. And it was great. It was great. Yeah. So I found your DVD at Target, I think around 2014, after my daughter was born and I was looking for things. And I rem- I still remember the picture that you had on the front and it was you. And I think your kids are climbing all over you in the, in the photo. And I thought, that's the lady I need. I need her in my life because she gets it. <laughs> and so I remember doing that and loving it. 
when did you switch to online only a subscription model? Like when did that jump happen? Well, I've got a funny story about the DVD. I had to fight to keep myself on the cover because they wanted to use a cover model. And then they didn't care what was on the inside. They just wanted the package to sell. And so it became a very defeating um, environment um, because we had our DVDs at like Target and Best Buy and Walgreens and every single one of them said the same thing. We don't care about the inside. We only care about what's on the cover. And I said, well, I care about both. And then it ended up being one of the um, longest shelf. I don't don't even remember the term longest shelf life of a pregnancy and postnatal um, DVD because that I think that matters. It's not just about selling DVDs. It's about serving others, you know, because that's what we're here to do. Right. Um, so anyway, that kind of, I, at that time I started looking into apps were kind of coming about and, um, we had a custom app for a really long time and I didn't like anything about it because then I was wearing too many hats. Um, you know, technology was breaking and everything was new at the time. Um, but that was probably, I want to say, gosh, seven or eight years ago. And then we've learned a lot of things the hard way. And then um, within the last year, we've actually settled with a wonderful, wonderful company who runs everything for us so that I can just concentrate on on the fitness side. Yes. Well, we do it. We love your rebrand. It's been looking beautiful and so streamlined and easy to find. And um, can you tell us then a little bit about your program? Like if a mom is new and looking for these easy, simple workouts to do, what is she going to find inside your membership? So if you are pregnant or postnatal, or you have an abdominal separation, which is kind of common, um, we have programs like specific to those and those you will find meet your time budgets. They cater to your body in that specific time period. And then we also have our weekly schedule, which is my favorite because you can choose three times a week, four times a week, or five times a week. Again, so that we feel confident and that the work workouts are serving us, not that, oh my gosh, I can't do five days a week. So the weekly schedule really meets you where you are. Um, the workouts range anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. And my goal is to really balance everything out. So you've got your, or like your really popular workout is like a HIIT workout, a high intensity interval um, training workout. But you really should only do those twice a week because otherwise you're really taxing your nervous system, your hormones get out of whack. So that's what we really try to do every week is balance those workouts out so that, again, you leave feeling refreshed and good and sweated out the stress. And that's my goal (laughs) is that you feel that way. So um, I've noticed since we've been with you for like seven years, I've noticed a big shift probably in the last like one to two years of you really focusing on more of like listening to your body, being kind to your body, not pushing it to the metal every single workout. Has that been a transition for you personally? Can you tell us about that? I'm so glad you asked. So yes, it has been a personal journey for me, but I also love reading the research and I know not everybody loves reading the research. So I like to read the research and then apply it to everything um, that we're doing. And there has been a huge uptick um, in research about stress and cortisol and the nervous system and things like that. So, um, not only was it a personal journey, but it was also professional and finding all of the research and, 
I mean, why does it take us so long to figure out, listen to your body? (laughs) If it's telling you workout is a no-go today, that's fine. Go for a 20-minute walk when you find the time. Just simple movement. I think we overcomplicated it for so long. And I don't think we served everybody well. So hopefully as things evolve and the research comes comes out that we all learn that it's just about simply moving every day and feeling good. I think that's what I love about your program is that however I'm feeling that day, I can find a workout that will match it. And I tend to thrive on sticker charts. So you have different programs where you can do like a six week program or an eight week program or four weeks and they're, you know, it's kind of themed to whatever it is you're working on. And I love sticker charts. (laughs) I love to put them down, but I'm not always the best of following through. And then I feel defeated, right? Like, oh, I didn't get my sticker for the day. I'm out. I got to start over. And it reminds me of like, I don't know if you've ever read John Acuff. I know Lynn's has because I made her read his book Finish, but he always says he has this um, phrase called the day after perfect. And it's how do you handle the first time you fail at your goal? What are you going to do the next day? And I was like, oh my gosh, I always just quit. (laughs) I always pick a new goal because I didn't finish this goal. So why should I even continue? But that little shift in thinking really helped me move through it. So I guess my question is like, what motivation do you have for moms who are ridiculously busy, super tired all the time, why should they make this a priority and why should they keep going even if they miss their sticker for the day? You're not alone in loving the sticker charts. Like for a minute, for a a very short minute, we got rid of like the laid out calendars and everyone's like, I love the calendars because I can check it off. (laughs) So you are not alone in that. But, and, and I think that's why we've also seen a shift within Moms Into Fitness is that never, ever, ever is it going to be perfect. Never is your week going to look the same. So um, it really is to just show up and move. Uh, Of course, results can be very motivating, which is how we've kind of balanced the workouts per um, each week. They're balanced to provide results. So results can always be motivating, but I always just, I love how I feel after moving. And again, moving doesn't have to, we don't need to overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be an intense workout every time, but you always feel better after moving. So one of my favorite rules is called the five minute rule where you move for five minutes, usually five minutes into it. You're like, okay, I can hang out here for about 15 more minutes. And then, and then you, and then you feel good. Um, Cause you know, again, going back to the research, we all know that exercise releases all those feel good hormones and you always feel better on the other side, but it is, it is such a challenge to make it a priority. And especially when you have younger kids, I know when my kids were, I mean, gosh, they grow so stinking fast. My oldest is 15 now, but when they were younger, if if I had to get up at 4 a.m. if I wanted to get anything done because I would get up at five and all of a sudden somebody was up with me. Um, So every season of life, give yourself a goal and give yourself grace when you don't match it. But it's going to be different in every season. That's what I've come to find. I love that. That's absolutely true. I guess then my next question is, how do you model for your kids? Because you are in the fitness industry and you you have to work out all the time because this is your job. So how do you model balance for them specifically in, in taking care of your body, but also taking rest breaks and, and handling that? 
I love that question. And I have to say, I have not figured it out, but I am doing my best. Um, you know, my kids, all, all three of them um, are athletes. So we have conversations a lot of times, obviously in the car about, you know what you have, you have played soccer five days this week, you need a break. And, um, I mean, they know I do exercise. They love sometimes exercising with me. My son loves to go running with me. Um, but I, for me, I try to keep it that space just for me and then talk about fitness and health in regards to what, what their fitness and health journey looks like. Um, I, like I said, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I have it quite figured out, but, but I do, we all want our kids to learn good, healthy habits, right? And so a lot of times, even over the summer, like I won't post on Instagram stories because I don't want my kids seeing me always in front of a phone talking about health and fitness. Um, you know, so they're all in school. So I really try to use that time and keep that space as my own. And we were talking a little bit just about like that mental health piece and stuff like that. I know the fitness industry social media, like all of that can be really hard on your mental health and like body image, especially in the fitness industry, like all of that. How do you balance all of that coming in all the time? And it's not necessarily positive most of the time. You're so right. And I I have to create um, boundaries for myself when it comes to that. Um, I really try to stay off of social media because for me, I know it gives me stress every time I open it up because I see somebody doing something and I'm like, why can't I do it that way? Why doesn't my kitchen look that clean? <laughs> you know, things like that. So I've created a lot of boundaries and I've also... Um, been oh I've been so lucky and so blessed to have um, my friend Jess. She's been working with me for twelve years, and so she is often my eyes and my ears. And um, things that would really settle into my heart, she can really you know not let it settle into hers, and then let me know if there is something that I need to approach or talk about. Um, so I've I've really got a wonderful group of moms that work with me, and they really um, help me with those boundaries. If that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. That's really good. I'm sure you get all kinds of comments from your mom community. Some of them probably not <laughs> so kind. Um, so yeah, I was just curious, like how you keep yourself positive and be kind to yourself when you've got all that stuff coming in and boundaries is huge in that. It is. It is. And it took me a long time to get there. Like it wasn't, it wasn't easy. I mean, for every negative thing that was said, I forgot the other 99 positive things. And I think as a mom, I'm trying to teach my kids that same thing. You know, remember the 99 positive things instead of the one negative. But gosh, it's so hard, isn't it? It's really <laughs> it's so hard. hard. I, I I spent a lot of time. My my prayers are open all day talking to God about everything. And, I, you know, he settles my heart in a lot of things and puts things into perspective. Oh, absolutely. And I think you hit it on the head when you said you have a supportive group of moms <laughs> working with you. And I think that's true for all of us, whether we own a business or we don't. Having a, a friend or two that can be there to remind you of all those 99 positive things mm -hmm. and let you know that it's okay to let go of that one comment. I was in the car coming home after um, a celebration of life and I had messaged my lens and I said, I am literally eating candy and straight out of a bag of chips right now. And she goes, you eat those chips, right? Like I'm going <laughs> to validate for you <laughs> that you, you just went through something really hard and it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. 
you do what you need to do to take care of yourself. And that's so, so meaningful to me to have a supportive group of moms. And I feel like you've created that in this world of moms into fitness. You're not necessarily on social media, but you also just started a community. And so I feel like I have what I was looking for because now I get to hear more from you and your community. So do you want to speak to your new community that's kind of getting started and um, what's offered in there? Absolutely. Um, I think you nailed it though. We all need like a validation that says it's okay. It's okay. It's a, and I, I am the first one to never say eat perfect. You know, I mean, it, it, nobody can, nobody can. Um, but yes, inside this community, we've also brought in, um, another one of my great friends. She's a registered dietitian and she just loves and cares for others. Um, and kind of helping them, um, pinpoint maybe just some different habits to change, um, things that will make you feel better. Um, so she's in that community. And then I'm just there to answer questions and to come alongside because I, everybody's in a different season of life. Um, for some, they might be coming off of a surgery and haven't worked out in a couple of years and just really trying to come alongside with encouragement. And it's not just me in there that's doing the encouragement. All of the moms are, I love reading the comments because everybody is so encouraging towards each other. Yeah. It's a beautiful space. Um, that I think is so powerful for moms. And going back to what you said about <clears throat> supporting each other in in what's happening at the time, Linz and I have a few hashtags that we send each other. <laughs> One of them is hashtag sometimes miss a Monday <laughs> instead of never miss a Monday. <laughs> and sometimes it says hashtag sometimes a miss a Monday, but not today. Like I did it. I did my Monday workout. <laughs> love it. I love it. Okay, so my favorite hashtag that we have is "Give me all the brand buns." <laughs> Wasn't that the password <laughs> for the Zoom call too? <laughs> I love Even on brand buns. Well, starting with my okay, I'm going to share a story. Maybe this is a little too TMI, but. It was after I'd started working out with you and I had put on this pair of pants and I was feeling pretty good. And my husband complimented my butt. Okay. <laughs> and he does, he's not about that. Like, that's not a thing for him to really do. And I was like, yeah. And he said something about my Bryn buns because <laughs> when, when I go to work, I'm like, we, we use Bryn as a verb. Bryn is a verb in our house. Uh -huh. like, it is. I'm going to go Bryn. Did you Bryn today? And yeah. so my husband was like, are you going to work on those Bryn buns? <laughs> it's just become this thing. That is yeah. so lovely how it came about. Yeah. One thing and that he can mean so much, you know? Right. <laughs> now when we do like a hard workout, we'll be texting each other like, oh, give me all those Bryn buns because <laughs> you can hardly walk. <laughs> I say you have right. to tell the hot pants story. Oh my God, <laughs> this is so much information for the world to hear. But <laughs> one Valentine's Day, we don't tend to do gifts, but I came home to some roses and a pair of these gorgeous, sparkly workout leggings. And in the card, it was, now you can have your own pair of Bryn hot pants. <laughs> He called, for some reason, he calls workout leggings hot pants. Like, I don't know where that term came from, but he was like, now you have your own pair of hot pants. 
he actually so thoughtful. Asked me, he asked me, he's like, are you going to wear your hot pants on your interview today? <laughs> and they're sparkly. They're spark. They're like silver sparkly. Yes. They're really cute. I was actually really impressed with yeah, the gift and the that. sentiment behind it too. Like yeah. it really meant a lot to me because he's supporting me on this journey in this kind of weird way. <laughs> right. Yeah. So- that's that's a lovely story. I love stories like that. Yeah, you are definitely part of our home. My kids know and love you. They're like, "Oh, are you brinning?" And then they'll come and join me. Which it really is a verb. Are you brinning? Are you brinning? Yeah. You need to you need to make this a thing because this is yeah. how it is in our house. Uh, and our house. like Alice and Bennett, they'll grab my weights and and usually they'll steal my weights from me while I'm trying to do my workout. And mm-hmm. I'm the type of, of person course. like. I'm in it. I got to get it done. And then I have to take a step back and let them be a part of it. It's really hard for me because Mm -hmm. I want to just like get it done. And mama doesn't talk in a workout, but they are following along. And, and I think if you could take a second to talk about the concept of modeling for your kids, what this healthy lifestyle looks like, I would love to hear your opinion on that. Well, I think you nailed it. Like so many times we get into a workout and we're like, okay, I have 20 minutes and then I literally have to bolt, go somewhere else, do other things. So I, I think we all have that mentality that we just have to have to go. I know several times when I've been filming, um, specifically my youngest daughter loves to jump in. And I, I used to frustrate me, which is such an awful thing to say because, you know, I've got this amount of time and I've got to film this. And, um, and then now whenever she walks in, she's just part of it. I mean, there was one I filmed this summer and she's asking me when she can have, um, hot dogs for lunch. I'm like, Oh, lovely. I remember that one. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. And it couldn't be more loud, like hot dogs. Where did I get my hot dogs? And I Um, love how you, you turn back to the camera and you're like, Yes, it's summer. Like this is just how life works. But that that validates me too to like let things go. Things are going to happen. Include your kids. It doesn't matter. I remember being so impressed that you left that in. You didn't stop. You didn't re-record or whatever. There was another one too. I think someone wanted to play with a friend. Like a friend was there. Oh yeah. And you're like, I literally have seven minutes. I'll be up in seven minutes. And then you can go play with your friend or whoever it was. She stood at the stairs the entire (laughs) until the end. (laughs) But I love it. It just makes me feel so seen because I always have eyes on me when I'm doing my workout too. And I'm trying to like, no, okay, no, your lunchbox is upstairs. No, your toys or whatever it is. I'm trying to have those conversations. And so are you. And so that relatability is just what I absolutely love about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, we don't ever check out of being a mom, even for those 20 minutes. It's we're always on, which I think is also why it's important to exercise, especially as we get older and we want to stay strong because we're always mentally and physically on for our kids. Yeah. Yeah. Linz, did you have another question um, that you wanted to ask? I don't actually remember. You have that. Oh, that's okay. No, that's good. I wanted to just make one about kids, but I can't remember what it was. About kids? Yeah. Um, I think just spitting in the time okay. was one okay. of our yeah. biggest questions. Like, what's your biggest advice for a ma- a busy yeah. mom that's yeah. like, how do I get this done? How do I fit this in? And I think, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, uh, back in like infomercials and now social media, everything in our face says you have to do this many times a week 
to see results, to feel good, to A, B, and C. And I think we all need to go in the mentality with every week is going to be different. So maybe one week, that means three, I'm going to work out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And maybe the next week, you've got a bigger time budget and you can add some more. Uh, so I would say just set up a, a weekly goal, wh wh whatever that might be. And if you aren't feeling it and you don't want to press play and you don't want to pick up a weight or you don't want to do a crunch, go for a walk. I always say, you know, walk 10 minutes from your house and then walk 10 minutes back. I mean, just that movement is so important for our bodies. I love that. And, levels and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Which can you speak a little more to the science of exercise? And I've noticed too, lately you've added a lot more like deep breathing and breath work into your um, kind of closing. And so can you speak to that of why that's important, why we should be focusing on that and why you decided to put it in? So a lot of that is the nervous system. We have, you know, our fight or flight system. And what I really want the workouts to be is a um, place where you feel good and you leave the workout feeling good, not showing up stressed and then leaving the workout feeling stressed. So what research has shown is that um, high intensity or vigorous exercise should be done one to three times a week. And then on the other days, you should um, incorporate a lower intensity, still challenging because you still want to challenge your muscles, um, incorporate lower intensity to pair with those. Um, so with that said, within, so we balance that out. And then within each workout, we're really trying to settle the nervous system and get your body out of that state of stress because exercise is a, stre a stressor. It's a good stressor. But you don't want to stay in that state of stress all day long. You know, we're, I mean, we can feel it. I think our bodies can feel it um, when we're in that state of stress. So I really started incorporating um, big diaphragmatic breathing um, at the beginning and at the end of every workout just to um, help our bodies stay balanced. Yeah, I appreciate I'm that. that. I've been learning a lot just personally about the effect of like nervous system dysregulation and all kinds of symptoms that are correlating with that. And so adding that into when I'm doing the workouts has just been so good. And a lot of times you'll say like, okay, I'm done, but you know, you can keep breathing. And so if nobody's interrupted me yet, like that's what I'll do. Like you'll stop and I'll just keep doing my breathing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. We actually, we used to have in our app, it was an automatic autoplay to the next video and we just uh, programmed it or coded it or whatever it's called so that that doesn't happen anymore. So that after, once the workout is finished, it'll be nice and quiet. Oh, I <laughs> and love the new that. workout yeah, doesn't pop up. So it'll stay quiet for you. <laughs> Yeah, I actually noticed that because it would be this a little bit panic of like, no, I'm not ready to see the next one and I'm done and I need to finish whatever this is or st continue stretching like you always encourage more stretching. Um, okay, what was I going to say? One thing I love about your workouts. Oh, that's right. I love two things. One, you're so encouraging. I feel like you're talking directly to me and I'm talking to you. Just know that I'm talking back to you because <laughs> there are times where I, I don't know how you do this. You have this magic ability to know what I need to hear at the moment that I need to hear it because I will be doing something and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. And you're like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. I was like, no, I don't know that. <laughs> but I'm like, yes, I can. Yes, I can. So you're super encouraging, which I absolutely love. And then I love how all-inclusive it is. It is literally press play. And by the time it stops, I don't have to go do anything else for the day. My day is done. 
I have joined and quit gyms several times and I always come back to moms into fitness because I think I'm going to get out of the house and I'm going to run on the treadmill and I'm going to try all these weights. And then I get to the gym and I'm, what am I supposed to do here? It took me an hour to get here because I had to feed my kids, change my kids, get them close, like get everybody in the car. Then I get here and I don't know what to do. I don't fill my time efficiently. <laughs> but then with your workouts, like 20 minutes, I'm good to go. It takes all of the stress work out of that. So thank you. I guess what I'm trying to say is thank you for that because <laughs> it's the biggest gift I could ask for in my fitness journey. Well, thank you for trusting me. As we were talking, like right when we got on got on the phone is that I take it so seriously that you're spending your workout time with me, that you spent seven years with me. So when you show up, I want to make sure that those 20, 25 or 30 minutes that they are used absolutely efficiently and they will serve your body well. So thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. I'm actually almost through your half marathon training plan. So I've got like two more weeks until my race and it has just been so perfect. The workout days where I'm working out at home are just like exactly what I need right then. And then, you know, the runs and yeah, it's been, it's been really good. I love that. You've got a couple of weeks to go. Good luck with your half marathon. Thank you. That's quite a feat. Yeah. It is. And that's I a time sucker. That will suck. Well, you know, those longer runs that will... I know, so, I know. I and I can definitely, and this is probably a question too. I can tell a difference. So I did my first marathon like 15 years ago before I had kids. My body was so different. And now I'm post 35 and I've had three kids. And wow, like I can feel such a difference in my body. My recovery time is like two or three times what it used to be. Sometimes I don't get my sticker on my sticker chart because I can just feel that I need more recovery time than the workout says that I do, you know, so I've been trying to listen to my body and give myself grace. Um, but I hear you talk about that often in your workout, like, okay, ladies, you know, some of us are post 35 and like, how has that been for you? Like a learning curve in your own personal fitness journey. And just as you've gotten older. So uh, sarcopenia is muscle loss after the age of 35. This is going to sound really harsh, but then we're going to follow it up with something really positive. <laughs> we lose three to 8% of our muscle mass every decade. So after the age of 35, it is probably the most important time to incorporate strength training in your routine. Um, and I think too, as we get older, you know, our hormones are changing, our metabolism with that sarcopenia, your metabolism also goes down because of the loss of muscle mass. So you offset that by strength training at least twice a week. So that is, um, that is what, what the research shows. Um, but I would say for me, uh, the journey, it, it's just always been a journey, you know, all, always learning more and realizing just how important strength is because, you know, 10 years ago, it was all like, how long and how far can you run and kickbox and do the cardio and the research? And then our bodies are just telling us that strength component is just so extremely important. And I, I enjoy doing the strength training. Sometimes I love to run too, but I enjoy doing the strength training sometimes even more than the cardio element. Yeah, it's been a transition for me because I used to 
I also have a background in the fitness industry and cardio used to be my jam. And I was like, bring it on. I don't need a strength train, like whatever. And now I do, I thoroughly enjoy the strength training and I can tell the difference in my body and just how much stronger, I mean, strength training, but stronger it makes me feel. Um, and I think it's good for those days too, that I just don't feel like I can hit a hard workout and I need some recovery where your strength training workouts, they're not leaving me like, oh my gosh, totally depleted. I feel like, okay, I got some good strength in there, but I still feel rejuvenated to tackle the rest of the day, even though I'm kind of walking like a giraffe sometimes, you know. <laughs> and that, I mean, you explained it best. That is like the perfect spot to be. You don't want to be depleted or drained or completely fatigued for the rest of the day, because that means you pushed your limits a little too far. So that's exactly what the workouts should do. And then as you mentioned, recovery, recovery is so important too. So again, listening to your body and sometimes they call it deloading or recovery week where you, you're not necessarily um, taking the week off, but you're just doing a little bit less. And that really helps your body and your mind reset itself so that you show up a week later ready to do more. Yeah. I notice every time I'm stressing myself out because I didn't get my sticker on all the days that I needed. I hit that long run and I nail it. And I'm like, Okay. Really? It's okay. Like yes. I just training ourselves to be able to listen to our bodies and give ourselves grace is so hard. Isn't it wild? And we'll tell our kids that all day long, right? <laughs> give yourself grace. And then here we are the hardest, hardest on ourselves. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think too, I think exercise and fitness and kindness go hand in hand because I truly feel like a better mom when I get my workouts in because I, one, it's kind of a confidence boost of showing up for myself, feeling better. And then two, just modeling for my kids what it looks like. And now that I'm fueled up, I can help you. It's kind of like put your own mask on before you put on your, someone else's fill your own cup. And then you've got more to pour. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, you said that perfectly. Yes. So that yes. Showing up for myself is actually a benefit. It's not selfish. It's not something that I need to be worried about putting that time in because it's actually helping my kids in the long run. So do you have anything to add to that as far as how you can show up in this world differently, having taken care of your body? I think you nailed it. I mean, if we are giving ourselves strength and confidence and calmness and or you know organized thoughts and less anxiety and less stress, going back to the research, it was seventy five thousand individuals um, working out two times a week reduced depression, anxiety, and stress by over fifty percent. Uh, and that was just two. That was two twenty minute walks each week. That's all it was. I don't want to say all because, you know, it's still working out two times a week, but just that movement can really, it can help you show up and serve your kids and your husband better. It can help you um, just feel better. And I know um, it's contagious, you know, when we feel good and we're smiling and we're kind, it's contagious to everybody around us. So if we can do that with a simple workout, you know, I, I always say, I always think it's something as simple as a workout can change the tune of your day. And I really think it can. So true. Yeah. All right. There's one workout of yours that I like, and I don't remember which one it is, but I've done it tons of times. And in it, you're talking about how exercise is a mood booster for us and how sometimes your husband will be like, honey, I think maybe you should go for a run. Here's your shoes. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it just cracks me up so much because like one, he gets you, he gets how good that is for you. But yeah, like I can totally tell when I haven't had that workout and how just much more grumpy I am. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, my husband, da- he dangles my shoes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I'm curious your thought too on, um, how do you approach the subject of fitness and exercise with children in helping them, you know, appreciate their body, but not be obsessed with how their body looks. That one's really tricky. And I know for me and Lindsay, we've talked about this before about how when I say I'm going to go do a workout, I usually try to add on, I feel so much better after my workout. I feel like I can, you know, tackle the day or I think more clearly or um, I'm more energized instead of focusing on like, oh, I'm trying to get my stomach back to normal or my arms are flabby or whatever that is. Do you have tips for moms in how they talk to their kids? I I wish I did. And I have to say it is like what you do, where you're correlating it with how it makes you feel or what it does um, for you. Um, I never, ever, and as you guys know throughout the videos, I never talk about aesthetics. Um, I might say, you know, this sculpts your shoulders, but we're not talking about losing belly fat and weight loss because we don't want our little ears, our little kids hearing things like that. They don't, I mean, society is going to unfortunately say all those things on social media and everything. So we definitely want to stay in a place of positivity. Um, I know with my own children, it's always just about good health and fitness habits. It's not about, it's never about weight loss. It's never about aesthetically looking this way. It is for my kids, as I mentioned earlier, I always bring it back to like their sport. So I've got my youngest is a horseback rider. Um, just yesterday, my husband went and the day before he actually went and got them all ice cream at night and she had some leftover. And I said, you're welcome to have the ice cream before horseback riding, but you might want to make a better choice before you go do your sport. So just kind of coordinating, um, you know, you don't want to be on a sugar rush before you ride a horse type thing. But I never. Um, I'm not, I'm not even sure if I'm giving good advice, but I never correlate it with um, losing weight or not gaining weight or anything like that. It's more, how is it going to make you feel when you go to your sport? This is how it makes me feel. Um, you know, just really teaching good nutrition habits if we can, you know, really always trying to reach for fruit and fresh vegetables, which is my kid that loves hot dogs, she does not like vegetables. So we, you know, we all have, we all have one or two in the house that, um, that eat that way that where they just refuse all the fresh offerings that you have. But I, I, yeah, I don't have a good answer and I wish I did, but I think you said it best, just correlating it with how it makes you feel and what it does for you and not. Yeah. And I think including them in the process like you say about eating fresh fruits and vegetables, like including them in the process of preparing a meal, um, including them in the process of doing your workout, you know, just so that they know that they're along for the ride with you, that you value having them do things with you. Going back to the vegetables, I had, my son was, I think he was like five at the time, refused to eat the vegetable soup that we made, like just didn't even want to take a bite, whole thing. The next time I had him make it with me, he was in charge of, we have a chopper, and he loves to push it down. And so I had him help me make the entire meal and he was so excited to eat it. And I thought, oh, 
what a simple shift <laughs> in helping them real like being feeling like he's connected to the process he had an important role to play and now he wants to eat it because he made it and so i think the same thing is true with exercise you know not saying okay it, you have to get a workout in you need to move your body do it with them go for a walk it's meaningful for them and they they want to be doing what you're doing so i think those two things go hand in hand they do. And just like, like that one-on-one -on -one time that your children crave with you, if you can do it when you're cooking or when you're doing what's already going to be part of your day, I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And I know our registered dietitian has always said, have your kids help you cook and they are more likely to try more things. So true. Yeah. We both homeschool and a lot of times in our mornings, I, we both have boys, but I have two little boys and they have got to get that energy out first thing in the morning. And so like going for a walk and just helping them to connect like, okay, we went for a walk. Doesn't your brain, like, doesn't it feel like it turned on when we got that movement in? Like, I think, like you said, helping to connect how they feel with the choices that they're making and like, same thing with soccer. Okay. Well, how did that snack make you feel versus this one with protein in it? And my kids will now ask, Oh mom, is this good for me? Which I just appreciate that they're starting to be aware of what they're putting in their bodies. And is that a good choice or not? Now, do they make it all the time? No, but at least they're asking. We don't either. <laughs> I think so too. Alice does the same thing. She's just been granted privileges to ride her bike around the loop. <clears throat> and so the first time she did it, she goes by herself and she comes back and she goes, mom, I have got to do this every day. It's such a great way to clear your head. <laughs> and I thought well, that's smart cookie to, <laughs> to recognize that. Yes. And now she will ask, can I go, can I go for a loop? I'm going to go for a loop. And she, she's making the connections and it's those moments where I'm like, oh, it's paying off. Like, I never know. Are you listening? Is it working? Is it going in your brain? Do you understand what I'm trying to help you with? And then those moments are the big payoffs that I think okay, this is working and I need to keep, keep the course, stay the course. Absolutely. I'm noticing that with my oldest, who's 15. Um, she has a friend that drives cause they're at that age, which is a whole new season of life for me. And I'm not, I will never be ready for it, but they, um, will go out, out to eat and, you know, go get things without me there. And I do, I'll just ask her that not out of, curiosity, just making conversation. Oh, where'd you guys go? What'd you eat? And she is making good sound, not all the time, good sound, you know, decisions. I, who doesn't love Chick-fil-A, you know, but, yeah. but um, I, I do, I do think that we eventually see, see it come full circle. Yeah. Yes. And I hope it never comes in with my own children. I hope it never comes in a negative way. And I think with what I do, I've always, I pray about that constantly, that it never comes back in a negative space or some sort of eating disorder or any, you know, things that can be so common among teens, um, yeah. which is a whole nother category of social media and things like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it does just back to the eat healthy, serve your body. Well, I don't think we need to make it too complicated for the kids. Yes. An open conversation. Talk mm -hmm. about what you're doing and why you're doing it so that it makes more sense to them. And then I know too, for Lindsay and I, we've made the conscious decision, like we've talked about, never to make comments about our own bodies in mm -hmm. front of our children, because yep. they're going to get that from the outside world. And so it just making that conscious effort of 
you know, oh, I feel, I feel really energized today. Like that's the way I'm going to compliment my body. Not like, oh, I feel flabby today, (laughs) you know? And so I think it's a good reminder for families about just the way you speak to yourself carries over into the way your kids will speak to themselves. And so something to keep. 100%. Yeah. Um, Any other questions you have, Lynn, before we kind of close out here? So I think that was all the ones that I had. Yeah, we've hit, we've hit our list. I'm going to make sure. Oh, I have one more hashtag. Oh no, I have a couple more sayings that you say. Um, However gracefully you can get there. (laughs) It's literally our life motto. Like however gracefully you can get there in all aspects of my life. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Yeah, as long as we get there, however. says that. Do we have what? Right. She made me a mug. Oh, like I did. A mug, and it says, however gracefully you can get there on it. I should have brought it for our interview. <laughs> it's so great. That's right. And then I also made her a t-shirt. What did your t-shirt say? Yeah. Oh, I should grab it. It says fueled by coffee and hashtag MIF. Mom's in the fitness. That's how we, that's how we survive. I feel so honored. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we have I'm, I'm just talking because I, I'm, you know, at that point in the workout, also struggling, like just how gracefully we, we get there. Because you get <laughs> it. I'm glad it works for everybody. You get it. We feel seen. Although I do have a hashtag that I will send sometimes, and it's hashtag moms against burpees. <laughs> I do not love those. <laughs> I, I am with you. I am with you. And sometimes they just get thrown in just to elevate the heart rate. Oh, they're effective. Even though we hate them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do them alongside you, but grumpily, I do them. <laughs> there will never be more than 10 or 12 of those. Okay. That's good to know. Yes. Yeah. There's, a, there's an end in sight. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think those were all our sayings that we've done. If we think of any more, we'll be sure to let you know. Oh, lovely. But why don't you take a minute, tell us... Um, and the audience, where can we find all your things? If we want to, if someone wants to sign up for your programs, where do they go? Well, we have a website, momsintofitness.com. And on there, you will find all sorts of different education pieces, workouts. Um, you'll also see a little button where you can start a seven-day free trial. And what that seven-day tr- free trial is access to all of the workouts, which I think there's like 750 at this point, all of the programs. And then you can access that. Um, you'll use the same email or login to access either on a Roku or an iPhone or Android or Fire TV or, um, you know, everywhere you get apps <laughs> or on your computer, um, you get access access to all of that with one login. You can take Brynn wherever you go. You sure can. <laughs> you're always and there. Then, and then you've got the community in there um, as, as as long as you're in one of the mobile apps, that's where you can find the community piece. Perfect. Well, this has been absolutely amazing and much anticipated. I love that we got to sit with you and actually have a response back because I talk to you all the time. So having you come back with actual answers <laughs> to my questions, <laughs> This has been fantastic. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Oh, this has been delightful. Thank you for having me. 